0: Get all right it's friday big big weekend big oscar weekend yep well yeah. really i guess that's just sunday night but still it
1: is it's just a few hours sunday night you know some people don't give it that time but boy do i does that mean I we give should, it the
0: time. Should we sleep in late Sunday so that we're w- well rested to be able to stay up for all of that? I like the way you
2: think. Planning, good idea. I love the way you think. In fact, we should take Monday off. I'm
1: day also weekend. going. To, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> I'm also going to make sure. I always over plan. Like I, I'm going to have we have this for dinner, and this is going to happen. I'm going to visit with these, and then I'm going to go home and watch the Oscars. And it's like, wait. I don't need to be cleaning the kitchen and cooking no, on the no, Oscar no, no, night. No, no. And, you know, so you're going to have to do finger foods. Well,
0: and we're not planning anything like super fancy like a gathering. So let's, let's just keep it simple and do the family thing.
1: Fine with me. You know,
0: I-, I love that. I have
2: nine different choices for you for dinner. That's right. Oscar night bites. Thank you, That's Sam, right. for
1: that. Thank you for that. Um, can I kick this morning off with my Friday favorite, which is the most positive, happy thing I've heard all week? Jody's Friday favorite. Disney released another little part of our the live-action Beauty and the Beast we're going to get next month, and I cannot wait. And this is that opening number.
3: Bonjour. Bonjour. Bonjour.
1: Bonjour. Bonjour.
2: bell walking
1: through the provincial town and who's playing bell emma watson that's right hermione. You, knew, you knew it as hermione it's so fabulous
3: have you lost something again well i believe i have
1: the problem is i, I can't remember what oh well i'm sure it'll come to me She's in the dress, the white and blue dress. She's skipping through town. Yeah, it's so fabulous.
2: It's just like the cartoon. It sort
1: of is. Which that's my one of my favorite songs from the whole movie. Is
2: already living
0: up to your expectations and hopes, Judy. Very
1: much. I mean, I cannot wait till she gets into that castle and everything's enchanted. So I wanted to share that with you. It's fabulous. When does it come out? March seventeenth, to be exact.
0: Just a few weeks away. Good morning, Belle.
1: Murphy, Sam, and Jody, Friday favorites. All right, coming up, your email answered in the producer's mailbag. And even though it's Oscar weekend and everything seems to be about that, we also have your family-friendly box office review with the two new movies opening today.
0: We're going to do a little Q&A with Jody in the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast today. Some of your comments, actually, that didn't get answered from when Jody went Facebook Live the other day.
2: Sorry. Can I inject (laughs) some of my own
0: personal questions? Yes, you can, Sam. (laughs) As if you ever. (laughs) Something exclusive you get to enjoy by being a Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast subscriber. It's called Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show.
1: New movies this week Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family friendly box office review. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes during the Academy Awards season, which is certainly now, you can find a lot of those nominated movies playing. When I've checked, I'm not finding a ton of those movies playing. I've been trying to go see Hidden Figures for, mm-hmm. like, weeks, and it just hasn't worked out with the schedule. But, I mean...
0: It's it's still playing, just not in, in as many
1: theaters. Not as, uh, no. It's like, La La Land uh, is
0: still playing in a few theaters. Oh, is it
1: Everywhere. Yeah, it seems like it, David. Okay, you ready for what's new today, though? Mm-hmm. Here's an animated comedy for the whole family called Rock Dog. I was so sure this was the band. You're going to find one. It doesn't just happen overnight.
3: Mr. Scattergood said Whoa. to never stop. Nothing will ever make me...
1: Oh, I love, I love that he's a dog. It's a dog and like a radio falls on his head and because of that he has this he's got to become a musician and he goes
2: on this. A radio falls on his head. Yeah. Live action.
1: Well, animated. Okay, animated. Got it. The voice of Luke Wilson. J.K. Simmons is in this. A lot of big names. Matt Dillon, Sam Elliott. Mm. You'll recognize his voice right away. Yeah, you always do. Animated musical fun for the whole family. We also have an action thriller that's also got some really heavy hitters, like big Academy Award nominated actors involved. It's called
3: Collide. It's nearly 200,000. I'd go back to what I was doing. I don't want you to do that for me. All I'm trying to do is protect you. You have come back. I knew it.
1: All right, we love action thrillers, and some of them stick with you, and some of them don't. This is an American backpacker who gets involved in a ring of drug smugglers because he's their driver. Nicholas Holt is in the lead here. It was supposed to be Zac Efron, and he backed out of it, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm. And then Amber Heard was supposed to be the lead female, you know, the ex-Mrs. Johnny Depp. Um, And she backed out. I guess she's been very busy with Johnny. And then... uh, fights and so it's Felicity Jones oh. but also Anthony Hopkins and Ben Kingsley in this action thriller
2: hmm. uh, Rock Dogs rated PG and Collide PG-13 for a little action
1: Murphy, Sam, and Jody, Family Friendly Box Office Review Alright, coming up next, your email answered in the producer's mailbag. We love hearing from you. What do we have, David?
4: Well, Gloria wants to reassure you, Jody, why you shouldn't be nervous
1: to read to 6th graders Oh yeah, that's today love to hear from you reach out there's so many ways by the way uh instagram facebook you can call or text us that's my favorite i'm um, calling so we can talk 877 310 msj it's time for the producer's mailbag david
4: what's in your bag today this morning, we received a quite a few text messages to us. This one's from Gloria. Okay. She says, Jody heard your concern about reading the, to sixth graders this morning. Right. You shouldn't be nervous. <laughs> we had a seventh grade English teacher who read us Huckleberry Finn every day. Right. We all looked forward to it each day. It was an interesting book, and she read it very well. It was one of my favorite classes,
1: and I'll never forget it. Love it. Okay, Gloria, that's the deal. We, I had like a seventh grade teacher who read Summer of the Monkeys to us and she was so animated and it was fabulous. I'm not a teacher though. I'm, you know, just. Baby's mom showing up reading whatever they give me yeah and i'm a little nervous these kids are not kindergartners they won't be eating out of my hands
0: yeah but you know what <laughs> they're going to because it's you and it's different from the teacher i think that's automatically going to be a good
2: thing for them i
1: hope so I, mean, I, I do pull the trick of getting comfortable i sit on the library floor like there's a carpet in there and i sit a down Trick, huh? well whatever
2: take your shoes off so that i'm not
1: appearing above them i just sit down with them yeah, yeah. i love that it's a little trick <laughs> okay so thank you gloria
4: and moving on to the show, This Is Us. Oh, no. Yes, yes. Sam, okay. we all know you've been watching it, and apparently this week's episode was super emotional. Yeah, you posted uh, you
2: couldn't deal with that. This one was a tear-jerker episode. Oh my sunshine. My
1: only I thought every episode of
2: the show. Is it, it one. Yeah, it is. This one, you knew what was coming, even, mm. even without the spoilers. You knew what was coming, and ah,
1: uh, we have some
4: comments. <laughs> yeah, Joanne says I needed half a box of Kleenex. Yeah, it makes me miss my dad so much. But the cast. Oh. <laughs> but the cast and the storyline is just beyond. They nailed all of us as families, and we are all perfect and imperfect.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm too scared to watch this show. I just don't know if I can handle being leveled like this on a weekly basis. Yeah. Is there everybody a show like that, that I know? That, yeah,
2: everyone is. This one was extreme, but the, yeah. every week I think they're God. There's only two episodes. What do left, they have? I what do they have? They really just capture human beings. Is yeah. that what it is? I don't know what it is, but it's they just got it. The people are great. The stories are great.
1: I'm still trying to figure out who's going to be sitting on the iron. Thread I'm still Games of throning it, so that's a real Yeah, I had
0: to pitch Game of Thrones for that same reason, too heavy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I guess a very different way, but yeah. yeah. All right, thank you, Joanne. We'd love to hear from you. Reach out anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Sam's Behind the Lyrics.
2: I'm going to tackle one of the uh, five songs nominated for the Oscar this weekend. Yes. Uh, And it's a song that the director almost didn't put in the movie because he couldn't find a place for it gonna do a little q a with
0: jody today uh murphy sam and jody podcast exclusively after the show some of the things that jody did on facebook live the other day the comments didn't get answered i guess she had some questions at t- i
1: mean i'm sorry i tried to handle it all at once now, you know but
0: I, I don't think you need to apologize for that. that's um, a lot going on at one sam, time you
1: you don't you have a smirk on your face you don't get to ask anything no, i don't think, okay, I think. so we're I think not grilling listener. jody
0: all right <laughs> We just thought it'd be a cool opportunity, though, for any questions that got asked and yeah. that could be answered. So we'll do that after, after the, the show on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast today. Behind the Lyrics. Behind
4: the Lyrics. Sam's
0: Behind, behind the, lyrics. the
2: Lyrics. Well, it would make sense to do one of the Oscar-nominated songs for yes. this weekend, so we're going to do City of Stars. City of Stars. From La La Land.
1: Are you shining just
2: for... Murphy was so cute in the movie he leaned over to me
1: oh I get it City of Stars LA (laughs) ha (laughs) ha ha like yeah baby
2: doesn't take me pushing back over there doesn't take me long to catch on Uh, does it the composer of the song Justin Hurwitz said this one and the other song that's nominated Audition it's funny because he said those were the two easiest songs to write Mm -hmm. there were the first two that he wrote Uh, the problem they had with this song is they worked it up where, because it's used three times in the movie. It is. Ryan's singing a duet, and then she's humming. Emma Stone is humming it. Mm-hmm. And he said they tried it with a female lead, male lead, duet, all kinds of ways, and they just didn't know in different parts of the movie, and they finally settled on the three places that they put it, because he said they didn't know where to put it in the movie to make right. it make the most sense. Right. Um, That's interesting, because it's such an important core theme of the movie. It feels like it, yeah.
1: yeah. I love it when they sing it together.
2: Ryan Gosling can't whistle. Mm. So the whistling part uh in the movie, where he's whistling is actually Justin Hurwitz, the guy that composed all oh, the that's music funny. for him. So, yeah, okay. so any Ryan any whistling, not Ryan. That's fine. Um, he doesn't need to whistle, he could say, Hey girl. Hey girl. Wanna <laughs> whistle for me? <laughs> Uh, and Ryan and Emma, and you've heard this before too. They sang all the songs live on set. There yeah. was nothing that was lip sync to backtracks or any any of that stuff. That's it was the all way to do set.
1: musicals today. That's the way Gaga wants to do a Star is Born.
0: Well, and the director and Justin you know, went to school together mm-hmm. in college, and so they said that from the very beginning that was their point. They wanted it to be shot with that old school feel. Mm-hmm. And all right. the camera shots there's no there's no CGI. They're all like one long no trickery. Beat. Yeah,
2: it's crazy good. And the other thing is, they said they studied Ryan's voice before they wrote so that they wrote it in the right key for nice. him okay but he said no my character needs to sing it in a lower key so rewrite it make it a lower key for my character and they were like oh, okay, um, okay. Sure. and that's what they did and that's why you hear it the way you hear it
1: well what Ryan wants he gets i guess
2: that's right girl so i guess we'll have to see how it
0: does this weekend at the oscars <laughs> yeah.
1: Sam's Behind the Lyrics. All right, coming up next, guys, I know you'll agree. uh, Let's make every weekend a three-day weekend. Tell you why. Coming up next.
0: So Sam's coming to your rescue with a little Oscar night fun. Usually Jody does these Oscar night bites, but Sam took it over this year. And so for Good every stuff. every movie nominated for Best Picture, you've matched up like a little recipe, right?
2: Yeah, there's hacksaw ribs, mm-hmm. la-la lasagna. Yeah. yeah, and these are
0: all really easy things that you can make. Some of them are just
2: slow cooker recipes, yeah, right? Yeah, a few of them are slow cooker. Throw it in so- Sunday while you're getting ready, and it's ready in time for the Oscars.
0: You can get those at murphysamandjody.com, or if you want to hear how Sam has personally prepared it, uh, subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast
1: how much do we all love three-day weekends
0: oh they're awesome Uh, my goodness the only thing better than a three-day weekend is a four-day weekend and or a week-long
2: vacation Uh, that's
1: true but when it comes to the weekend two days great three days better by the
2: time Um, i get to sunday i'm just warming
1: up i wish (laughs) that we could always have a three-day weekend yeah i would love to create that in my life one day that may be my plan going forward in life because guess what you need to create the life that you want. Yeah, that's right. You are supposed if to you... work to create the life that you don't mm-hmm. need a vacation from.
3: Right,
2: but you plan on telling it, the boss this? No. Anyway, I am taking three day weekends from now on. So here's
1: here's some a few things to know <coughs> if you're like you're an employer, um, working long hours like a I don't know fifty hour week even if it's more than forty it's not great for your physical and mental health it just really isn't so if you can try to do great work but in shorter amounts of hours you know Mm -hmm. time for the for over a week you're just better overall and you come back to your work more refreshed we know that um the other thing to know is that kids who have a four-day work a four-day school week and it does happen some kids do have that they do better in school mm. in life in family life where is that being life.
0: done though I don't really know of any place like there's that a, there's a know?
1: four day week program uh, in, in different places where they've tested and tried mm-hmm. you know and parents had struggles with it because they had a five day work week but they did it as, they've done it as tests right and it worked the kids did better I'm, I mean, I'm all for three-day weekends, four-day work weeks. Just the, the rest of the thing. world would get on board.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, it, the problem is actually trying to make that happen. Most businesses are not geared that way. I know right? it.
1: I know it. But I can dream, and I can but, plan to create that well, for myself you know, one day. And, and like,
0: I agree with that, because if you wake up every day going through the motions it's and every grind. day starting, and ends the same without you thinking about it. You're right. You never really will get out of that sort of, yeah. you call it a hamster on a wheel.
1: I do. I feel yeah. like a hamster on a wheel sometimes. It's a happy happy wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Next, yes, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Big performances to look for at the Academy Awards, and big announcements for season 24 of Dancing with the Stars. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Dancing with the Stars announcing season some season 24 dancers. 24. Lord, I, I, I know.
2: Can we put an end to
1: this already? Can you imagine if you've watched every season, which I have not? Certain names bring me back. Maxim Chemerkovsky when he's gonna dance or be judging I'm always there you mean daddy I know new daddy Mm -hmm. like that okay let's tell you about who is set to perform this time and dance for us here's my favorite so far Mr. T (laughs) (laughs) Mr. T which means expect a boxing eye of the tiger at least the probably first to kick it off like this is who I am yeah here's one that's been announced it's like uh, there's She's going to take home a mirror ball. You shouldn't say that before anybody dances, but Olympic gymnast Simone Biles. Mm -hmm. We're liking that. Also, we're hearing about um, figure skater Nancy Kerrigan. Oh, really? Set up to dance this time. All right, right now, let's move on and take you to Sunday night's Academy Awards. A lot of big entertainment. So, five different Best Original Song nominees, Mm -hmm. and all of those songs will be performed. First of all, Justin Timberlake. I got this feeling. I mean, everybody get out of your seat. I don't care what gown you're wearing. You think they'll have He's trolls wearing.
2: dancing with him?
1: I kind of hope not, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> also, you know the musical La La Land has two songs nominated. The first one is an, it's called Audition. Here's to the, ones the Fools who dream. who dream. Performed by Emma Stone in the movie, but mm-hmm. John Legend is supposed to be bringing us the music from La La Land.
2: Yeah, she and uh, Ryan Gosling team. are not performing. It's like, please her off. We want to yeah. sit
1: down and watch it. The other song from La La Land is called City of Stars.
2: City of Stars.
1: Oh, so you can he's totally cool. trust what John Legend will do with this, with these songs for us. Some surprises, probably, but we know he'll lead that.
2: And City of Stars is the one that's kind of won most of the awards so far. Yes, sort of leading. Uh, we've also got this beautiful
1: song from the movie Moana.
3: I see love the it. With the to see, it calls me. Written
1: by Lin-Manuel Miranda oh, for the movie Moana. The singer, her name is... Owley E. She's beautiful. And this was her debut like movie mm-hmm. and performance and now boom no pressure.
2: And she and performing. Lynn were are going to perform it together.
1: Yes. At the Academy Awards and this beautiful ballad uh, written and performed by Sting. If I should close my eyes it's called The Empty Chair from the James Foley story. You. Gotcha. So those are the five performances the you can expect on Sunday night at the Oscars. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55. Speaking of that big award ceremony, we'll take you behind the scenes, including why some stars show up later than others. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Hollywood outsider. Outsider. You
0: know, I love how Jody says she always like to point out likes to point out the happy. Mm-hmm. And so that's one reason we do Friday favorites. You know, there are always big moments from the past week that we love to kind of bring back and go, you know what? That was cool. Mm-hmm. That's a
1: survival technique. You have to find the happy, yeah,
0: in your situations. I, I agree Here. with that well,
2: it's Sam's turn.
1: Sam's Friday favorite. So you found the happy? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sam I mean, did, right? It's, it's the cool. Okay. I just hope it doesn't. You know, it might make you go, "Oh." Okay. Uh, this week was the was the Brit Awards. It's like our Grammys. They have the Brit yes. Awards for all the musicians, and they did their in memoriam segment, uh, you know, just like everybody did. But yes. then they had the a special George Michael tribute. Uh,
1: why do you want to hurt me? Okay.
2: And part of the Let's tribute, and this was good because I've been wondering what what happened to this guy. Andrew right. Ridgeley came out and spoke.
0: In 1975, we were two boys who happened to share a mutual sense of humor, a love of life-affirming music, Mm. and a shared sense that we understood it. We monkeyed around recording sketches and jingles in George's bedroom. Shoehorned between his drum kit, a keyboard,
1: and the cassette deck that we recorded onto, Mm. we larked around and laughed a lot. We were the best of friends.
0: That's cool. Of course, Andrew Ridgeley, Wham. He <laughs> yeah. was the other half of Wham. wham yeah, and right? it's
2: everybody's like, whatever happened to Andrew Ridgely? What's he doing? Where's he? So they he, were
1: still friends. He came
2: out and also That's the ba- good.
0: I wish he'd have made that appearance in the Grammys
2: or something like that. <laughs> there should have been he an didn't American wanna. tribute too. He's yeah. a Brit. Yeah. So and then uh, they had the musical performance, which was Chris Martin coming out and singing uh. Uh, from Coldplay. Uh, he sang an '86 song of George's called "A Different Corner," and he they had George on the screen and it was a duet.
4: No!
3: So scared It is
1: cool. Oh. Why do the tribute songs always have to be slow, though? Why couldn't? Because you need a reflective moment. Yeah, you just—they don't always have to be. But sometimes when you're trying to say goodbye to somebody, you need a reflective moment.
0: You can't do up to everything she wants yeah. or something like that.
1: And that's Sam's good thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was his Friday favorite. Murphy, <laughs> Sam, and Jody. Friday favorite. All right, guys, let's look forward. Academy Awards on Sunday night. We're going to get you Oscar ready right. so that you know what they're talking about with each Best Picture nominee. Okay? All nine movies on the way. So, whether you watch all three-plus hours on Sunday night or you
0: just wait for the recap Monday morning. (laughs) We'll have the recap for you, for sure. Yeah, we're getting you ready for this weekend's Oscar show.
1: Okay, yeah. I want you to know as much as you can know about every film nominated so that you know, oh, yay, or no, please don't let that win. Yeah. So, let's begin. Nine Best Picture nominees. Let's start with this one that, Sam, you said you really want to see. Mel Gibson made this movie. It's Hacksaw Ridge. With the
3: world so set on tearing itself apart, seem like such a bad thing to me to want to put a little bit of it back together. But. It's
1: Andrew Garfield and how this, you know, true story changed the world. Well, he was one of his only kind to do what he did we won't mm-hmm. give that away. Okay? Uh, Murphy, your favorite that you won't be able to stop dancing through the living room because of Sunday night. <laughs> I'm sorry to paint that picture. La La Land. It's pretty strange that we keep running into each other. Maybe it means something. I doubt it.
3: Maybe I'm not good enough. Yes, you are. Maybe Ryan
1: Gosling like and Emma Stone in dream. Hollywood it's... trying to make it two very different people who it's fall very, in very love. Funny. That's another reason Hollywood embraces this story because it's a Hollywood story. Yeah, they it's relate. About,
0: yeah, being recognized by their, you know, when you're recognized by your peers. And as much as I love that, now that you know what the other contenders are, the really serious movies, it almost seems, I don't want to say silly. It's silly. It's silly. It, seems it silly. absolutely deserves its own respect and, mm-hmm. and you know, it may win, but it's kind of odd. It's so light compared to the really heavy right. subject matter these other right. movies. You know? Speaking
1: of it, we've got the uh, working class father trying to raise his family in the 1950s. Uh, Denzel Washington directed and starred in Fences. Hey, Pop,
3: can I ask you a question? How come you ain't never like me? What law is there say I got to like you? A man is supposed to take care of his family. You live in my house for your belly with my... Food. Man, just
1: hearing. I haven't even yeah. seen this movie yet. Hearing it, I'm thinking, up, oh, give him another one. Yep, <laughs> tell. that's right. I
3: agree. To say
1: it, we also have this one. I've been trying to see. I've heard it's the most uplifting family movie to watch together. Hidden Figures. We go from being our father's daughters to our husband's wives to our baby's mothers. You've been gone for 300 hours. Was mama gone for 12 and a half days? No, but it felt like that. Taraji P. Henson, Octavia Spencer, this true story of these American women who uh, provided NASA with the information they needed to successfully launch their missions in the 60s. I can't wait to see this Apparently when you see this movie you feel like you are there. We also have... Manchester by the Sea, if you can handle it.
3: Which part are you having trouble with? Well, I can't be his guardian. Well, your brother provided for your nephew's upkeep.
1: Casey Affleck comes home him. to realize his brother's passed away. He's got to deal with that, and now he's the guardian of this of his nephew. Oh, another light movie. It's not light <laughs> at all. And of course, he's nominated in that film, uh, a nomination as well. Coming up next, the rest of the Best Picture nominees, the ones you may not know as much about. Next. <laughs> Five down, four to go. Jody's, you know, getting
0: us ready for the Oscars this week, and we're already over this week. Best actor, best actress, and today Musical best performances.
1: Picture. Yeah. Yeah, um Jimmy Kimmel hosting, of course, ABC Sunday night. Red carpet starts early. Yeah. You don't even think about the Oscars coming on, and they're already strutting. Okay, uh, so Best Picture so that you know what's what when they call out the names. We already told you about Hacksaw Ridge and La La Land and Fences and Hidden Figures and Manchester by the Sea. Let's get you familiar with a couple of other the other, the rest of the Best Picture nominees. This one is a serious story. I really want to see it. It looks tough but beautiful about a boy growing up in really difficult circumstances and him just finding his way like who am I it's called Moonlight no no you gon' oh, listen to who ma huh to you the reason that Brad Pitt came out to present this at the Golden Globes is its, it's he produced it mm-hmm. Plan B which means Brad Pitt's film company we also have Amy Adams in space she's an expert <laughs> linguist guys it's called Arrival
3: are you dreaming in their language <laughs>
4: possible they're prodding us to fight among ourselves
1: this is just a way to force us to work together for once
0: it's more complicated it's never thing. just a
1: little problem right mankind no. is on the verge of you know global war but i hey, don't remember this works. one being in the theater y- y- you know me in space movies
0: yeah know, it started you know. with star wars when I, know, I fell asleep i, I couldn't know. do it anyway but i'm <laughs> Sorry, sure Sam. i'm sure that her performance in it's incredible and and
1: in everything y- she does y- Love her. Okay, we also have one. Sam, this sounds like something you need to see. I know you want to see it. Jeff Bridges, Chris Pine, oh, Ben yeah. Foster, Heller Highwater.
3: I've been poor my whole life. It's like a disease, passing from generation to generation. But well, not my boys. Not anymore.
1: All right, a divorced father and his ex-con older brother resort to this desperate scheme to save their family's ranch. Okay, and Jeff Bridges, by the way. Uh, trained with an actual Texas Ranger to learn how to do this role. Apparently a very gritty, unbelievable movie nominated for Best Picture. And here's one I don't know if I'm brave enough to see, but boy, does it look amazing. Death Patel, even Nicole Kidman, and she got a a supporting actress nomination for this. It's called Lion. Do you
3: have any idea what it's like? How every day my real brother screams my name? A little boy
1: who loses his brother on the streets of Calcutta and spends his life looking for him. I know. Let's go back to La La Land. (laughs) Those are your best picture nominees.
0: Great recap. In case you missed any of it, Jody's getting you ready for the Oscars. Uh, You can go subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast and catch anything that you missed. Coming
2: up, Sam has music news. Uh, J Lo is setting the record straight on her and Drake. And also her possible Super Bowl appearance. Mm. Sam's got music news. JLo stopped by the Ellen Show to talk many things, Drake's and Super Bowls. Uh, Ellen asked her, you know, hey, what'd you do for Valentine's Day? And behind her, she pulled up a picture of Boom. Drake. And she goes, we'd get a song together, if that's what you're asking. And then she said, really? And then she pulls up the Instagram picture of her and uh, JLo and Drake, you know, wrapped huggy, around huggy. each other. And uh, Ellen says, if your song... <laughs> If your songwriting is is that how you write a song like that? Oh, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Right. I'm
1: beginning to think there was never anything romantic I, there. They got together to work yeah. together and they both knew and their people both knew This would be hot if this looked like this was something.
2: She said that uh, they were just hanging out, really. He had Mm -hmm. sent her a song and said, hey, would you like to sing on this with me? And so she did. And she said they may do it again in the future. But as far as anything going on, they were just hanging out. Uh, She was asked about the Super Bowl because, you know, there's this push by some of her people and others to have her do Super Bowl next year. Or at least put it before the NFL. And she said, hey, they asked me, I'm there. Not even thinking twice about it. Woohoo! Wow. There's your <clears throat> job today, NFL call J Lo. Rihanna is getting an award from Harvard next week. It's the uh, Harvard University Humanitarian of the Year award, and when I when I heard that, I was like, "Really? You know what? There's not that she doesn't do anything, but it's like, you know, what, what charities does she do? She's got a, a scholarship fund set up, a program to make sure that kids from uh, the Caribbean can attend U.S. colleges, and she built. A state-of-the-art oncology and nuclear medicine facility at a hospital in Barbados. Wow. And Rihanna is busy. Yes, Yes, she is. Good for her. Uh, And finally, (sighs) rarely do I get to talk about one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, but today we talk about Van Halen. (laughs)
0: Hi, right, what's up with Van Halen? This
2: actually, cool. Actually, it's Eddie. What Eddie's done, he has donated 75 guitars from his own collection, and you know, Man. he makes his own guitars. No, uh, I did not know oh that. Oh, yeah, all those guitars with the stripes and all that yeah. so He makes all his own guitars. Uh, he donated them to a group called Mr. Holland's Opus, which they provide musical right. instruments to students in low-income schools, and they usually get about 1,800 instruments from around the country annually to donate to kids, and Eddie said... Uh, it was hard to find He was looking for a charity So he could donate his guitars And everybody just wanted money and he's mm-hmm. like No, I got all these guitars Who wants my guitars? Mm-hmm. And so he found them And they gave them out And uh, one of the interviewers Even joked that, You know, these kids Are going to be playing these guitars Not realizing This is an Eddie, Eddie Van Halen Hale guitar,
1: guitar.
2: <laughs> yeah. Be
1: hard for the music teacher to let that alone. Yep. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, Music News. I would love visiting with you guys. Angel wants to visit next, and Angel is a truck driver. 877 310 4MSJ
0: everything is hearing from you we're gonna do some q a with jody uh, in the murphy sam and jody podcast exclusively i'm to nervous you, you subscribe. <laughs> uh, we're gonna do that in murphy sam and jody after the show because jody did facebook live and i guess there were some comments or questions that didn't get answered yeah and so we will address those today exclusively in the murphy sam and jody podcast
1: meanwhile reach out anytime now eight seven seven three one zero four msj what's going on angel
3: I was following reference to the new driver. Um, I'm an ex-state trooper. Yes. And I'm a truck driver. Okay. And I teach truck driving now. Uh And, um, you know, experienced drivers, we build what we call muscle memory. So, Mm -hmm. you know, for us to drive and listen to the radio, we can multitask. Right. Because when you've got a turn signal or whatever, we don't really have to think about it so much because it's a natural thing. It's muscle memory, you know. Mm -hmm. But when a new driver comes on, they don't. They have to think about it more. Right. So, when you have, you know, there's more than just the cell phone as a distractor the radio, passengers, and whatnot. Right. So my recommendation has always been like, me personally, I'd say at least six months no radio, no passenger. You know? Okay, yes. Once, once they get their own license and they get their own car, they go to school and back, their friends want to catch a ride or whatever,
1: mm-hmm.
3: it, it, trust me, it becomes a big distractor. Right. 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 Um, yeah, and then uh, the radio, you know. If you want to try this out, get them out in the parking lot and you glare the radio on them and have them drive, uh-huh. and you will see total difference.
1: Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, it's I can't, I cannot yeah. tell you how many times the kids have been loud in the back seat where I stop the car. I'm like, I can't do this. You've got to stop. Yeah, and they don't because that's, they've never driven. It. They don't understand, and it's okay. That's life. One day mm-hmm. something will happen in the back seat of her car, some noise, and she'll realize, oh, my mom wasn't crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Angel, yeah. I tell you what, with her with her getting her permit, that you're right about the rules that just come to your mind right. naturally. Yeah. I can imagine when she first starts driving on her own and leaving the house, and I'm watching out <laughs> of the window. Yeah. I I feel like right off the bat, I'm going to have a rule that you don't get you don't get gas by yourself yet. Certainly don't get gas at mm. night. We're going to have rules like that at first. Yeah. <laughs> Are you driving right now? Sam wants to know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, I got your speakers <laughs> oh oh, yeah safe Here safe you safe go. okay good thank you for what you all do
1: okay thank you appreciate it. Hey,
0: we appreciate the call and you know it's funny Sam since I'm doing the driving with Taylor right mm-hmm. now Jody we'll eventually do that but that is what we're doing no radio really no other distractions it's just focus on the road and focus on the driving that's so. why
1: you won't let me come along <laughs> Coming <laughs> up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Getting you ready for Sunday Night's Academy Awards, we're going to take you behind the scenes, some stuff that happens on the red carpet that you were never aware of. We'll do that next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. The Academy Awards Sunday night on ABC. Look for it live. It's an all day event. In fact, it's already happening in Hollywood. There's a lot of partying happening now. Mm-hmm. Started last night. So it's an all weekend event. By Monday, Don't they, they roll probably like, like the
2: red carpet across the street and everything?
1: Yes. I mean, yeah. it's completely decked out. That's what's Crazy. funny about it. It's so glamorous. Jimmy Kimmel hosting for the first time. Of course, he's hosted lots of things for many years, but never the Academy Awards. Um, and. I think he'll do a great job. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. It's going to get political because it's Hollywood. Not because of Jimmy, but because of speeches. Well, you know Jimmy that. will
2: probably have a couple of political jokes, but they'll be funny. Yeah. You, you know, not mean-spirited. Ah,
1: I do love the monologue. I do love the very beginning. I will tell you a few things behind the scenes that you don't realize, things that go on. The red carpet arrivals. This starts hours before the actual award ceremony yeah. kicks off, and even... Those arrivals are timed. They coordinate it also that awkward situations don't happen. Ah, uh, yeah. So Brad Pitt is likely to be here because his film Moon, Moonlight is nominated for best right. picture, and he if it, if it wins best picture, it'll be Brad Pitt as a along with the rest of the team. Right. They're not going to have him anywhere near Angelina Jolie. Not that she's there this year. She may not be. But yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They've done it before. The year that Ben Affleck was up for director and and his film won, and he was you know. He had just broken up with Jennifer Lopez. They made sure that didn't happen. Jennifer Lopez was at the back of the room that year. You know they didn't want her there. They time all that out. Maybe
2: this year it'll be him and Jennifer Garner getting there separately.
1: Mm, We'll see. I think they would be together. Anyway, um, a lot of the celebrities, even the the newbies, show up cashless. They don't know that it's $14 cocktails if you want something before, Yeah, true story. And let's talk about seating. If you are up for an award and you're sitting there and you don't win... You can leave, and oftentimes I've, people do. I didn't know that. And that just seems, to me, that seems rude. I caught it one year. Yeah. I was watching years ago when it was Eddie Murphy nominated for Dream Girls and after he didn't win he left and Mm-mm. I'm like wait where's Eddie I was so That's, disappointed yeah you right. know
2: you're there for the night stay let's
1: talk about the tightest race the tightest one is for best actor That it could be either one Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea or it would make history Denzel Washington for Fences what
3: law is there say I got to like you a man is supposed to take care of his family you live in my house for your belly with my feet. He
1: would join some mind. uh you know heavy hitters of how many Oscars he's got like Meryl Streep and Jack mm-hmm. Nicholson if he wins Sunday night. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at 8 30 this morning, big new cast for season twenty-four of Dancing with the Stars is announced. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, you are Hollywood Outsider. And yeah, just after eight o'clock,
2: Jody's good thing.
1: Oh, yeah, we have an update on that dog who was surrendered to his shelter. Mm-hmm. With along with an owner's manual. <laughs> That's on the way.
0: So the world is really full of enough bad headlines that, you know, you don't need any more stressful news. That's
1: why Jody finds the positive. Happy stuff. Good news. Jody's good thing. I'm so happy to see this. Earlier this week, and you're gonna think this is gonna hurt, but I promise there's a really good payoff. Earlier this week, one of the big national stories that I was following closely is that this dog named Rhino was brought back to the Humane Society where he was adopted from by a family.
2: Um, oh, is this the dog that was crying when they dropped him off because he didn't want him to leave him? No. What? Oh, okay. No, Sam. sorry. That. Sam's bad thing. Unfortunately, that happens every day.
1: But anyway, no, no, no. This is the dog, the boxer Mix, who was brought back to the shelter after the family with four children had adopted him because he just didn't work out. He didn't realize his mm-hmm. size, and he kept knocking the little ones over. Aww. They love him, but he was, he was brought back with a 16-page little notebook owner's manual mm. for whoever would adopt him some of the rules please don't change his name so rhino is his name he likes sleeping under blankets this is an eight-year-old girl who wrote this stuff down when surrendering oh, her dog back oh, take sweet. him on at least two or three runs a day that means he's high energy um he love and, and tell rhino i will love and miss him every single night i mean i was just you're heartbroken to hear that not just because the dog is losing its family but because the little girl She's heartbroken. She's giving up her best friend. She has to say goodbye. She knows it because it's not not working with their family. And it sounds like they really loved him a lot. He's 65 pounds, unaware of his size, really sweet. So the shelter with this promised they would find the right match and they would let the family know. And that story kind of became a deal because of the note, the owner's manual, the handwritten, tell him I love him, miss him. He likes sleeping under blankets. This family who had one dog, who had been wanting a, you know, another dog for their lonely dog, decided to go. You know, we need to go meet Rhino, and they did. And so Rhino has been adopted now, yeah. and has a dog sibling, and has everything that the little girl had asked for. And um, they've reached out to that first family who had to surrender him and say, "Look, he's fine. He's happy. He's going to be here for for you know." This is his forever home. right? So that little girl will probably get to see him, but just not, he won't be living there. I don't know. Just the fact that she got a little bit of, hopefully, peace with what she had to do this week made me feel good. Good news. Jody's good thing.
0: Also love to hear from you. That really is our favorite thing. 877-310-4MSJ.
1: Coming up next, Murphy, your Friday favorite. Yup. Oh, yeah. it's ready?
0: Actually, my Friday favorite is from one of our uh, podcasts earlier this week, but it'll probably be the first time you've heard it. That's next
1: you're up murphy what's your friday
0: favorite uh, actually this was from our podcast earlier this week so you may not have heard this yet it mm-hmm. was it was funny to me because jody called out something producer david is giving his niece a ball pit it's like an age-appropriate ball pit one of three years old yeah but jody pointed out the uh the hazard that i would have not thought of but she would have thought of only as a mama from the podcast here it is
1: Murphy's Friday favorite. Producer David let us in on a little secret and I hope it's okay to continue talking about that That uh, for your niece's birthday next week. She turns one and mm-hmm. she's kind of the light of your life and she's so sweet. You're getting her. Your fun Uncle David. And you're, gonna, you're giving her a ball pit, Uh-huh. a little baby ball pit. Uh-huh. And I know I'm going to
4: let her play in it first, but I'm going to want to jump in at some point. So let me ask you this.
1: <laughs>
0: On the uh, website, what does it say are these suitable ages for this? I'm just wondering how old. Uh,
4: this one, is it said one to three years old. Boom. One to three. Okay, okay, right.
0: So this is not an adult ball pit.
1: Yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Before, well, I mean, there's a basketball hoop connected to it, so adults can play with it. <laughs> Before okay. she right. hops
1: in, I want to say this. And, and her mom, your sister, will probably think this way, because moms naturally think this way when you're in diapers. Mode
4: mm-hmm.
1: change your diaper first. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> you don't want anything getting on one ball, and then enough. it'll be on every oh. ball, and then you'd have to wash a hundred balls. Oh. So, you know what? Just Johnny, I up. am
0: so glad you brought that up. That sounds like the kind of thing Sam would call to our attention, but yes, I was thinking of it, but I, you know,
1: Dave, ha- oh, I look. didn't even think about that. You know, now. years ago, that Aww. I years ago when I was a teenager, my first job was. Cleaning a waitress. the ball pit. Babysitting? No, at McDonald's. Oh. I walked the oh. drive-thru at McDonald's, and then they had a ball pit out front. Uh, uh. And I cannot tell you how many times we had to shut that thing down, and they had to come clean every ball because somebody got oh, sick in there, no. or somebody that- Who got oh. that job? Uh. I, no, no, no. There was some company that came. Oh, uh, you know, okay. Not like, me.
2: It wasn't like
0: the low man on the totem pole. Well, that no. flashes me back to that scene in Caddyshack where they had to empty the uh, pool. Yeah. Yeah. Remember? yeah.
4: <laughs> I'm just saying that guy's right. reference. way, yeah. it was
0: a baby Ruth.
4: I was so pumped about this gift, but now no, I'm no, having second thoughts. No, no,
1: no, no, no! Please don't have second thoughts. It's a great gift. That's just a mom thing. Yeah,
4: it's just a hazard, a small thing. No, you know? no, a- now that I'm thinking about it, it's not my
0: problem if a ball gets dirty. That's yeah. theirs. <laughs> That's <laughs> their problem. <laughs> now that we've shot it all down, David, have fun. <laughs>
1: Murphy, Sam, and Jody, Party favorites. So that
0: was mine from uh, an earlier podcast this week. By the way, in case you didn't know, uh, something exclusive that we do on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast is something called After the Show. It's something that we keep going when we're done here. Mm-hmm. So we don't want you to miss a thing. Be sure to subscribe today on
1: iTunes. Yeah, get that for free. Coming up next, your email answered in the producer's mailbag. Sam, somebody else is crying along with you this week from mm-hmm. that episode of This Is Us. Oh, love to hear from you. Reach out. There's so many ways by the way. Uh, Instagram, Facebook you can call or text us. That's my favorite. I'm um, calling so we can talk. 877 310 msj It's time for the Producers Mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? This morning we received a,
4: quite a few text messages to us. This one's from Gloria Okay, She says, Jody heard your concern about reading the, to 6th graders this morning. Right. You shouldn't be nervous. Mm-hmm. We have a 7th grade English teacher who read us Huckleberry Finn every day. Right. We all looked forward to it each day. It was an interesting book and she read it very
1: well. It was one of my favorite classes and I'll never forget it. Love it. Okay, Gloria, that's the deal. We I had like a 7th grade teacher who read Summer of the Monkeys to us and she was so animated and it was fabulous. I'm not a teacher though. I'm, you know, just Phoebe's mom showing up, reading whatever they give me, yeah. and I'm a little nervous. These kids are not kindergartners; they won't be eating out of my hands. Yeah,
0: but you know what? <laughs> They're going to because it's you, and it's different from the teacher. I think that's automatically going to be a good thing for them. I
1: hope so. <laughs> I, mean, I, I do pull the trick of getting comfortable. I sit on the library floor, like this is carpet in there, and I sit a down. Trick, huh? Well, whatever.
2: Take your shoes off so
1: that I'm not appearing above them. I just sit down with them. Yeah, yeah. I love that. It's a little trick. <laughs> okay, so thank you, Gloria. And moving on to the show, this is us. Oh
2: no!
4: Yes, yes, Sam. Okay. We all know you've been watching it, and apparently this week's episode was super emotional. Yeah,
2: you posted uh,
1: you couldn't deal with that.
2: This one was a tear jerker episode. You
3: are my sunshine, my only sunshine. I thought
1: every episode
2: of the show is yeah, that Yeah, It one. is. And this me. one you knew what was coming, mm. even even without the spoilers, you knew what was coming. And ah, uh,
4: we have some <laughs> comments. Yeah, Joanne says I needed half a box of Kleenex. Yeah, it makes me miss my dad so much. But the oh. <laughs> but the cast and the storyline is just beyond. They nailed all of us as families, and we're all perfect and imperfect. Yep.
1: I'm too scared to watch this show. But I just don't know if I can handle being leveled like this on a weekly basis. Yeah. Is every everybody like that, that, that I know. Too? Yeah,
2: everyone is. This one was extreme, but the, yeah. every week, I think they're God. There's only two episodes left. What do left, they have?
1: What do they have? They really just capture human beings. Is yeah, that what it is? I don't know
2: what it is, but it's they just got it. The people are great. The stories are great.
1: I'm still trying to figure out who's going to be sitting on the iron i'm still games of throning it so yeah. that's a real term. yeah i had
0: to pitch game of thrones for that same reason too heavy <laughs>
2: <laughs> i guess a very
0: different way but yeah. yeah
1: all right thank you joanne we'd love to hear from you reach out anytime 877-310-4msj Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Season twenty-four of Dancing with the Stars is headed our way. Season twenty-four. My goodness. Means it's. I mean, it's going to keep. Are going we out too. of Hollywood actors Ap- yet? Apparently not. Here's my favorite announcement so far. It looks like Mr. T will be dancing. Oh, that's going to be fun. Okay, so you know his first dance is going to be Rocky-themed.
2: Yeah, and of course, he'll pity the fool who votes against him. (laughs) (laughs) I pity the fool who give me a six. He's
1: so right. Mm -hmm. How would you want to critique him? Careful. Careful. So look for that. Olympic gymnast, and this is already going to be a favorite, Simone Biles. Can you imagine her even making one mistake in a routine? I can't. You know Derek Cuff is going to hopefully... He's going to campaign to have her as his partner. We've also got figure skater Nancy Kerrigan and a member of Fifth Harmony, rumored for season 24. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider.
2: This weekend, the Oscars... I need to cover the sound mixing category, Jody. Okay. All yeah. right, so Jody does all that, Sam does the technical stuff. Yeah, that sound. This is probably one of the ones you won't see because you know how they do it before they broadcast tonight. it under the rug a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. It's not people. as glitzy. Right. Well, i got to tell you the story about a guy named Kevin O'Connell. He has been nominated 21 times cool. in the sound mixing category. My goodness. Never won. Wait, wait, oh. Wait. Over all these years? Over 33 years. His first movie was Terms of Endearment. Mm. He's done Pearl Harbor. Few good men, Poltergeist, Armageddon, Top Gun. I mean, big movies. Man. And he's never won. This What's year, he nominated for this year? Hacksaw Ridge. Boom. And then he, I said, hope he wins. And you know what? Well, yeah, of course he does too uh but he he's says, the
1: leonardo dicaprio of sound mixing for, <laughs>
2: or, yeah, for sound mixing he says that they like to favor uh musicals so he's you know not too hopeful oh, this year yeah hint hint a big one but he says he's got uh, he writes a, a thank you speech and acceptance speech every year when he's nominated so yeah. he said he's got Aww. at home he's got a drawer full of 20 speeches <laughs> you know
1: what he still wins in life that his work is at that
2: level oh yeah, yeah. let's just Absolutely. be honest right. yeah so, i'm sure he doesn't want to hear that but pay attention sunday if you hear kevin o'connell's name got it very cool
1: coming up with Murphy's sam and jody uh your comments from our facebook page about the ball pit right david yeah yesterday i was a little
4: nervous when you pointed out a potential problem with my gift to my niece but now i'm reassured thanks to a few messages
1: producer david got his niece for her first birthday next week a little ball pit And how old is she she's Turning gonna be year. one so
0: this has to be right a Tiny-sized ball pit, Yes, right? it's
1: for ages one
0: through three. It's okay. perfect.
1: It's perfect. Fun Proving your fun, Uncle David, and always will be. Uh, my warning to you, though, was make sure she has a diaper change before <laughs> yes. getting into the ball pit, because you don't want to have to wash all the balls, if you feel me.
3: Yeah. So,
1: um, some comments
4: on, on the Facebook page? Yeah, Becky says, I think the gift will be fine. It's just for her, so she won't have to worry about... She won't have to worry much about germs. Yes. She says true. a sand pit is worse. Most kids eat the dirt in those. Mm. True. <laughs> and true. there's fleas in a sand pit. Ah.
1: What? <laughs> and wait, a ball pit with a bunch of, a bunch of kids has the ball pit with all, yeah. their mouths on all uh, of that. Yeah true, yeah. Jody. Yeah. 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 She
4: said just be careful if she has playmates. Good one, Becky. At Ashley it. also wrote in and said, "My one-year-old loves his. He had got one last year. Nice." And Rachel says, "My kids had one also. They loved it. Do they have a dog, your your sister? And they don't. Oh, well, not okay. yet. Anyway,
0: they are yeah. dog lovers, but well, you don't have to worry about the dog getting to the ball pit. That's good not too. Yeah, mm-hmm. not
1: yet. All right. Thank you for that. And um, we can't wait to see those pictures next week, David. Send your comments anytime to our Facebook page or murphysamandjody.com. dot com."